From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Seven o'clock, Wednesday morning, hump day, middle of the week, and good morning to you as we get rolling here on this Wednesday. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Ryan Fox, glad to have you with us. Ward, good morning. How are you? Outstanding. Ryan? Doing well. And happy Wednesday to everybody. I don't know how you guys felt, but I'm going to tell you something. Yesterday afternoon, uh, after we after I got off work, I went home. I went out on the back porch, sat on the back porch, and watched it rain. That was nice. The temperatures were down in the mid-70s. It was, boy, it was a great day. It was a great day, and I mean, we had just, it wasn't, you know, a pounding rainstorm. It was just good, steady rain, Mm -hmm. and it was nice, and I don't know how much we got, and I'll tell you this, it was scattered. Uh, I went to get a haircut yesterday as well, and I left the radio station, and it wasn't even sprinkling, and I got to where I was getting my haircut, and it was a driving rainstorm. I went, hang on a second, (laughs) that's two miles from the from the radio station so i don't know but uh uh later in the day yeah we got uh we got some good rain and i hope i hope everybody listening this morning got some rain yesterday what's the forecast i mean is there more coming i don't i haven't looked i'll be honest i I, have not i think it's supposed to rain all week really it has at least a let's check real quick it has at least oh yeah at least a 60% chance through Saturday and at least a 50% chance all the way through next Friday. So we got rain every day for the next week and a half. Holy smokes. Where's that coming from? Anything off the coast? Or? Don't jinx it. No, I'm not, but I'm <laughs> I'm thrilled. I just didn't know where it was coming from. Could it have been here in, oh, I don't know, June, July, <laughs> August? Well, it is August, but you know. Uh, anyway, we're glad it's here and we're thankful for it and good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's see, uh, anything exciting going on in your world? Coach's show tonight. That's right. You're going to be in Temple Mm -hmm. for the uh, Scott Stewart show that will be on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas at Wings Pizza and Things. Yum. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So look forward to that. Uh, let's see. What else is going Oh, Matt Mosley is going to be at Dead Fish Grill in Belton today. That'll mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. And Friday, he's going to be at Los Cucos uh, over by the hospital. So that'll be fun. A lot of fun stuff with Matt Mosley coming up here yeah. on the program. How about that? Good stuff. So we got that for you. Uh, we need to get out somewhere. I know. Some coffee shop. To, to do the, you know, we could have breakfast with the boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So if you own a coffee shop, let us know. We'll come hang out with you. 
It'll cost you two slices of bacon, some scrambled eggs. Yes. <laughs> heck, all, I'm all about that. You know, now that I stop and think about it, we'll come. We'll come to your house if you, if you'll cook breakfast. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Uh, we could do a contest. The morning show from your house while you're trying to get your kids and family off to school and work. We'll lock up when we're done at nine. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be thrilled about that. I'm would sure. they? I mean, but that would be fun. You know, uh, we'll go to somebody's house and, hey, we'll set up on your porch and do the morning show while, <laughs> while, you know, while you're brushing your teeth and combing your hair and all of that stuff, getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That'd be, I think it would be a. I think it'd be a great contest, you know, and then I don't know how many participants we'd have, but yeah, <laughs> not many. Uh, we, we all we, look, we got to be at your house at about five o'clock, five thirty, you know, to set up the equipment and make sure it works. That's not that big a deal. One time. Mm-hmm. And then we go on the air at seven and we're through at nine. Get it. We'll get all the equipment tore down and we'll be out of your house by nine thirty. And I promise, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll feed the dog and. And lock up for you. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. I mean, wouldn't that be fun? Mm. Now, we can't go to Kalamazoo, Michigan and do this because we got stuff to do. But, I mean, if you're close, I think we, we could probably work that out. I'm starting to talk myself into this. Yeah, good luck getting it done. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you've seen where, you know, like the weather guy has, has done the weather from somebody's backyard, you know, at mm-hmm. 6 o'clock for a uh, backyard picnic or something. We could do the morning show. Breakfast with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet I bet we start, I bet the CNC Collision Center text line has people lighting it up right now. Come to my house. I would bet they don't, but go ahead. Well, we just Check got one. All right. So Jr. just said, "Do the show from mine." <laughs> What's he say? And watch me feed horses and sheep and chickens and a and a rooster. How about that? There you go. Jr. Doesn't that? Well, never mind. <laughs> I was thinking that rooster could be lunch. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> what couldn't he be? Could be a friend. Well, he could be. Thanks, Jr. Appreciate it. But yeah, I, I just you know, we were sitting here thinking about a a coffee shop in the morning, but we could do it at somebody's house. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, did you see where the Marlin and Mart big showdown has been moved to Thursday night, and it's been moved from Marlin to Mart? That has occurred. Now uh, I think uh, I think rain has something to do with it. I think uh, a shortage of officials has something to do with it. So, wow. Yeah, they're going to uh, – Kevin Hoffman and, and, and Mart will now host the Bulldogs instead of traveling to Falls County. Uh, the game's going to be uh, in Mart. And that'll be – and they're gonna, it's going to be part of a doubleheader. Have you – it's a high school football doubleheader. They're going to play the JV game around 4.30. And then at 8 o'clock – they're going to play uh, the varsity game. Do you remember, by the way, back in the day when it was, you know, that non-district games started at 8 and district games started at 7.30 after the, the time changed and it cooled down a little bit? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd move. I remember the day when 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 football games started at eight p.m. I do too. I liked it. Still do. Uh, so that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool. So eight o'clock for Marlin and Mart. And here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're going to have a packed house. Should have because all of those that were like. Hey, I, I've got X game I got to go to, but I would love to see the Marlon Mark game. You now can. You now can. It's it's uh, Thursday night, eight o'clock, at uh, in March. So there you go. Keep that in mind. Uh, and, and speaking of officials, Rodney uh, Sims is the president of the Waco chapter for football for Tasso, Texas Association of Sports Officials, the football branch. He's going to come on a little bit at at 7.30 this morning and talk about the shortage of officials because I understand that Waco still needs game officials. And you can get signed up, and we'll we'll, we'll talk to him about that and and see what's going on there and and see how they schedule. And, you know, because, Ward, you'll look up, and some games have seven officials. Mm -hmm. Some have five. And I wonder how they make that determination. Like my game, you know, some have the, the the wing guys, the side judge and the field judge, and some don't. Some just have the referee, headlinesman, line judge, umpire, and back judge. Right. How do they make the determination who gets five and who gets seven? I'm curious about that. We'll we'll talk to him about that and whatever else uh, that we can get into as far as game officials is concerned. Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12 at 8 o'clock. Uh, we're, we're going to get an update on, on, I, I don't know. They may play four or five quarterbacks in Fort Worth. Uh, we'll talk to Steven Simcox at eight 30 this morning. So that's kind of what we got for you this morning. Uh, as we get off and run is, is Serena's second round match tonight, by the way, I think it is us open. This is her final goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won Monday night and it was a big television audience, by the way, for, uh, for that one. But, yeah, uh, there was a lot of celebs celebs on hand too it was it was it was kind of a who's who uh i didn't get my invite did you no i didn't either brian must have gotten lost in the mail it did uh so i think she plays again tonight and you know her her next loss theoretically is her last loss because she's retiring now does she Change her mind and at 41 or 42, come back and play left. Who knows? I mean, there's a quarterback that's done that <laughs> <laughs> at 45. So you never know. But, it, you know, as of today, her next loss will end her career. But what a career it has been. Yeah, you know, it's incredible. Uh, but, and her sister, too. Make no mistake about it. Venus had a terrific run. Uh, So. I can't imagine there's a sister combination in tennis any better as oh, far no. as winning championships. No. Unbelievable, right? Not even close. Yeah, not even and not just really unbelievable how talented both of them were. I mean, and look, they would meet each other in the finals of of, of tournaments, which was kind of cool. So anyway, all right, uh, it is eleven minutes after seven o'clock. Seven eleven. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the weather forecast. Uh, 
What do you got over there, Ward? Talk, talk to me about the weather forecast this morning. 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 7 o'clock this morning. Partly sunny. Highs near 88. Very little wind out of the south. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms before 10 p.m. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. Lows down around 76. And that south wind continuing just about 5 miles per hour. Currently, 75 degrees. I like it. 75. You didn't say 87. No. You said 75. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. All right. 11 after 7. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about Saturday. Baylor and Albany. We'll do that. Sorry, you, Albany. I can't do that. No, I can't either. I can't do I that. I don't know what the purpose is, but that's their deal. I know. I, I'm, I'm looking officially at the, uh, the fo- Baylor football game notes that's distributed to uh, the media. And it says, you, Albany. Can't do it. It's Albany. 712. We're right back with more in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. Kevin Eschenfelder, our guest, University of Houston, football play-by-play. I think the anticipation is going to be much greater. You know, we're going to be able to build rivalries between uh, Houston and Baylor and, and, you know, historic rivalries that the guys that are your age can, you know, think back and appreciate those teams that played against one another in the Southwest Conference days. And, uh, you know, I think college football will be better for it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Come join ESPN Central Texas as they broadcast live this Friday, September 2nd from 4 to 6 p.m. at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco as we gear up for the 2022 football season featuring happy hour specials from 2 to 6. And don't forget their great items on the menu like fajitas, tacos, enchiladas, and, of course, their specialty margaritas. It's a party at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Join ESPN's Matt Mosley and the gang at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe located off Loop 340 in Waco this Friday, September 2nd from 4 to 6 p.m. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a hard beat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family exceptional experience extraordinary results that's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at steckler wayne cherry and love law firm they are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes steckler wayne cherry and love has an office in waco managed by local attorney craig cherry Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients. 
due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family early each morning as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers then prepare the food the owners of bush's chicken are working for you our owners are husbands and wives sisters and brothers we are family and we take joy in our family serving your family before you end your day we hope you'll stop by Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 717, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. All right, guys, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Baylor and Albany. What are the... Besides the obvious, and that's winning the football game, what are the what are some of the early season first game objectives uh, for Dave Aranda's football team? Do you think? I mean, look, he's they won twelve games last year, conference champion, uh, Sugar Bowl champion, go into this season preseason conference favorites, but none of that matters this year. What what was accomplished last year? So, what are the goals this year in this first game? Consistency. Do not uh, have self-inflicting wounds. Um, do do your job and get out healthy. Is that hard to do without the opportunity to scrimmage somebody in a different, as you point, as you say, in a different color shirt? Yeah, I mean, you know, you you it's it's the part of the unknown. I mean, you got to get back into that game rhythm, game day what you have to do on game day to leading up to the ball game and and make sure that you're you know ready to go at kickoff and you don't leave it in pregame and there's all kinds of factors that go into it and it's it's the it's the unknown i mean even though the success you had last year that doesn't carry over i mean you'd like some of it to carry over but it it just doesn't and so you know and and then you add the factor in you've got some new faces in there too so, you know, you got some guys that's never been through game day. In a and, lot of spots, they're young, aren't they? Yeah. And so you've got a, you know, you've got a lot of unknown factors. So, again, you want to see the consistency. You want to see guys doing their job. Uh, you don't want to see the mental mistakes uh, put you behind the chains. Uh, you don't want to give away some some easy first downs or easy points. So, there's a lot to be graded in game number one, no matter who your opponent is. Ryan, I don't know that they're going to be challenged, but if they are, one of the things he talked about, Coach Aranda, 
during the spring and summer was, you know, hey, we got to be able to throw that fastball. They, you know, they got to be, they got to be consistent. They got to be good and, you know, and play well. But he talked about if you don't get to off to that good start, you got to be able to get it done as the game unfolds. Um, I hope, I hope so. I think I know our intent has been that, you know, I think what it's going the, the issue for us there is the amount of youth that we have and then getting it to where, Hey, you know, if it ain't going on the, in the first quarter or the first drive, maybe, right. We can still get this going in the third quarter. We have, we have to grind to get that done and we got to stay locked in. That's exactly what you just said. Uh, There's going to be some youth on the field. And I would think, and I don't care who you're playing opening day, there's going to be some jitters and there's going to be, especially for some of the young guys, and you're going to be hyped up and, you know, you got to get calmed down and get into the flow of the football game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what he was talking about. And, you know, and I also think that, look, if 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 it's not going well early, don't, you know, don't. Pump the brakes. It's going to be okay. We'll we'll figure it out. And that's kind of, I think that was kind of the message. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, in it's it's a four quarter football game. No matter who's on the other sideline, right? So it'll be fun. Uh, it will be fun. Uh, so it all begins uh, Saturday evening. We will begin with game day live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni at two o'clock. Then they'll count it down at four with uh, the network coverage. And then at six, John, JJ, and Ricky have the game. Then there'll be post-game activity. So it's all right here on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And speaking of which, we have tickets to the football game. If you would like to go, what do you say we give away a couple of family packs? You want to do that? Yeah, sounds good. Pack of four, family pack. Uh... First two callers, and you have to call 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. First two callers, and we're going to need your cell phone number because we're going to have to text you the tickets. It's a little different animal the way uh, way we're doing it now. So we, uh, we'll we'll text you your tickets, and uh, we'll get you set up with uh, with a family pack. Two, first two callers, 254-662-1660. We'll get you hooked up with uh Tickets to the football game, Baylor and Albany. Uh, game one of the season, and again, it kicks off at 6 o'clock or thereabouts, maybe a couple of minutes after. <laughs> Television. <laughs> you never know. You gotta, yeah, it could be 6.07. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, that'll be, uh, that'll be coming up Saturday night, and again, our hour coverage begins at uh, 2 o'clock. If, Ward, this is not a blowout, are you disappointed? I would think so. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, look, it's for a lot of reasons, but this is this is not a very good football team. No, it's not. Or tr- let me say this: traditionally, they haven't been in the, in the last nine or ten years. They certainly haven't been right. And you know, I'm not saying that you know that they're going to be a bad. Who knows what they're going to be? That that's that's not, the thing. They're not going to be a very good football team, Tom. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I was trying to talk myself I mean, into it. I know. I want to talk myself into, hey, they have a chance. They're zero and zero right now. Mm-mm. Everybody's zero and zero. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I will tell you this, and, and I, I really, I talked about this the other day. Uh, 
I don't know. I, the other yesterday, maybe I talked to Shane Anderson over at Midway High School, uh, and, and he had, he said his message to his football team was, "Hey, look, half the state is one and zero, and half the state is zero and one. It's it's what you do moving forward, and that's a great point. It is. That is a great point. I mean, zero and one does not define your football season. What you do moving forward will define your football season." And if you're one and oh, congratulations, but you still got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a, a, a great point that he made to his Panther football team. So I, I just, I got to thinking about that. You got winners? Yes, we do. All our, right. Our winners are Keith Hanna and Chris Michalichek. All right. We'll get, we'll get them hooked up with a family pack and we'll get that done for you here this morning and get those tickets over to you. All right. Uh, it is 724. 24 minutes after 7, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. Is there a game in the Big 12 that you're that you're just ready to see? Uh, probably that West Virginia Pitt yeah. game. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Me too, for a lot of reasons. Why, why, why that one? Because it's the backyard brawl? Well, that, I mean, there's a lot of contributing factors, but, I mean, it's probably the best matchup in the Big 12, to be honest. I agree. And... I am curious to see how a revamped WVU roster plays for Coach Brown. Again, were the results not necessarily the greatest, but I think that that's a, that's a terrific coach. And for whatever reason, it you know they haven't gotten over the top, particularly the last couple of years. So we'll see how it goes and. And uh, and yeah, I'm. Uh, is that is that in Morgantown or is that? Uh, I think it's at Pitt. Is it at Pitt? Yeah, it is Hinesfield. Then yes, there you go. So and that'll be a third. That's tomorrow night, isn't it? It is national TV. Ooh. So there you go. That that's that'll get us off and running in uh, in college football in the Big Twelve anyway. And there, there's a couple of Big Twelve games that are going to be on Thursday night. So. We'll get into that a little later on. All right, 725. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to visit with Josh from Neighbors. We'll do that for you here in just a couple of minutes. Right now, uh, no, I'm sorry. We're going to visit with Rodney Sims from the uh, the Waco chapter of Tasso. We'll do that at the uh, bottom of the hour. And also, uh, it's time for the Cowboy Report. And our Cowboy Report this morning with Christy Scales is brought to you by the, uh, the fine folks at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. You can check them out at richardcar.com. By the way, cut down was yesterday for the Cowboys and all of the NFL down to 53. We're going to talk about the roster because Ward, that was just that wasn't your that wasn't your roster moves there. That was just kind of that was just kind of getting started, wasn't it? Well, it was strange yesterday the way that that they went about how they're going to manipulate this roster to get it to 53 i mean they kickers aren't on the roster backup quarterbacks no aren't quarterback. on the roster <laughs> i mean so yeah, yeah it's weird they've they've got some they've got some massaging to do on that 53 man and and, and tyrone smith is going to go to the i i mean we'll get into it later all right it should make you worry about the cowboys <laughs> it's 726 everyone with today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Surprising names were on the final roster cutdown list, but we'll explain why they're not going anywhere. 
right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Surprising names were on the Cowboys' list of final roster cuts, including all three backup quarterbacks, Cooper Rush, Rule Greer, and Ben DiNucci, along with kicker Brett Maher and long snapper Jake McQuaid. But expect Maher, McQuaid, and probably both Rush and Greer to stay put. Vested veterans with four or more years of service aren't subject to waiver rules in which other teams can claim them, so those vets can re-sign after Dallas uses their spots to slide guys like Tyron Smith and James Washington onto injured reserve. Undrafted rookie long shots who survive roster cuts include Cavante Turpin, Peyton Hendershot, Marquise Bell, Deron Bland, and Dennis Houston. Players who were waived but aren't claimed by other teams can be signed to the Cowboys' 16-man practice squad. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 
They have it all at Dead Fish Grill. Great food and atmosphere, signature cocktails, and a perfect view to complete your day. Their menu features seafood steaks, burgers, catfish, and chicken fried steaks. Some of the best seafood entrees in Central Texas include coconut shrimp, gumbo, oysters, Cajun pasta, and salmon. And ask about Sunday brunch. Come catch a bite and enjoy the sunset. Dead Fish Grill on beautiful Lake Belton. Check them out at deadfishgrill.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Framber Valdez is now 14-4 and four as he pitched eight innings in the Astros' 4-2 win over the Rangers. That two-game series in Arlington ends this afternoon with a 105 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. The Cowboys have just one quarterback on the roster after the NFL's final cut to 53 players. Most likely, Cooper Rush will return to the team if Dallas can't find a deal for another backup quarterback. The Houston Texans cut running back Marlon Mack, which paved the way for rookie Damian Pierce to become the feature back. Pierce was a fourth-round draft pick out of the University of Florida. Cameron Smith is among six golfers who are leaving the PGA Tour for the LIV. Smith is currently ranked second in the official World Golf Ranking. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 732, welcome back into the program. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we are joined now by the uh, president of the uh, football chapter here in Waco of the Texas Association of Sports Officials, Rodney Sims. Rodney, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning to you. Doing well. Great. Hey, let's let's talk a little bit about officiating. Number one, a- a- am I correct in saying we have we have a problem across the state of Texas with the lack of the number of officials for these for these football games on Thursday and Friday nights? We have a big problem, big problem, and we saw. The first glimpses of it maybe three or four years ago, it just wasn't broad enough to where everybody took notice. But we have a problem, and my estimation is it's going to continue to get worse year by year. Why is that? Uh, you take it. Uh, well, as you know, my dad was a football official. Mm-hmm. Most people get in because their dad was a football official or a relative or a good friend talked them into joining. And now it's not that important for 20-year-old kids to start officiating because, as I, I say, I see people all the time, and the first thing I do when they notice me, hey, you're the football ref. And I said, hey, won't you come out and call some football? First thing they tell me is, no, they're not going to talk to me like that. I'm not going to go through that. I'm not going to be abused like that. And are we talking about fans? Are we talking about coaches? Are we talking about we're both? Talk, we're talking about both. And so, as it sounds, we are talking about both. So, therefore, you're not getting the numbers that you need to properly cover all of your games. Is that is that what I'm hearing? That's exactly what I'm saying. It, on a on a on a on a yearly basis, we may have six good game-ready officials that's, that have done it for 20 years say they're going to retire or because they don't have the time, uh, they want to spend more time with family, their bodies aren't holding up, 
and we're generally being they're being replaced by maybe four good officials that are committed enough to do it for the uh, entire year and work Thursday and Friday nights. So how would you go about if you are looking for officials? What's what's the draw, Ronnie? What do you tell folks to to get them to at least be interested in in pursuing this? This is what I this is what I tell them. If you're a football fan, it's the best seat in the house. <laughs> uh, and, and, and and I hear Don Winslow say it in basketball. Don Winslow and Earl Stinnett say it in basketball. We're going to pay you to exercise. It's the best seat in the house. It keeps you connected to the game if you love the game. And it's the best seat in the house. And, and I mean, it's just, for me, it's just something that I, I enjoy doing. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else on a Friday night. And, and working a foot, yeah, and, and getting getting others to feel the same way, I guess is kind of the goal right now is to get you know get people uh, off the couch, out of the stands, and maybe help out. And you know, I, am I wrong in saying Rodney that you could get them started on on junior high stuff where there's not a whole lot of pressure, to, just to, to so they can measure their interest level and. We we can get them started. I mean, we now technically when I first started, the way it out way it went is I would join. The bulk of my work would be junior high sub varsity stuff. Uh, my first year, I may have I may have uh, officiated three varsity games as a filly and somebody getting hurt, or I've I've had guys say when they first started, they went two years before they did a varsity game. But now with the numbers being so low, a lot of times we get new people and they're thrown in the varsity games. Wow. Now, we we kind of watch over them. If we feel like they're not ready after they go through training, we'll kind of uh, keep an eye on them and we can handpick where they go and what they do and what they what games they work. But for the most part, now people are, you know, a lot of times if we if you got good if you got potential, have potential, and you got a clue to what's going on, we we put you in there. But the deal is, we don't throw you out there by yourself. Even on sub varsity junior high games, we put you with veteran people where we can kind of protect you and take care of you because we do realize that if we don't take care of the younger people, the chapter is going to be in bad shape in a few years. What is that training process like? Training process is we had a we have a training officer. He comes in and he he uh we teach first thing we do, believe it or not, we teach them the lingo. Uh we also teach them what they're gonna have to purchase to wear on games. Uh we teach them basically, you know, pretty much the basics, how to stop the clock, how to get a spot, forward progress. We teach them the rules and the basic mechanics that they need. We show them film. Uh, we we take them out on. We we try to get them out on the field, and uh, sometimes we even take advantage of asking coaches, "Hey, can we come work work your practice?" I know we did that last year. We went out and worked Robinson's uh, inter squad practice just to train new officials, and then you have the scrimmages where it's continued training. And then after they work a few scrimmages, we deem them game ready and we put we put them into action. Am I correct in saying you guys now work in crew? So if that's the case, you're also building some friendships with some guys that will be lifelong friendships. Oh, half of half of my friends are football officials. 
And uh, I, 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 I tell you a funny story. Uh, last year, an official had a game, and it was his anniversary. He had been doing it for 30 years, and the coach tells him, hey, man, I'm sorry you had to come out on your anniversary. You couldn't spend time with your family. He says, I am with my family. <laughs> That's a great so, story. Yeah, that's a Nelson Barnes story. He says, I am with my family. <laughs> so, it, like, you're correct. A lot of people that I've called with and that have helped uh, bring me along over the last 17, 18 years are close family members. We not, we all know each other's kids. Uh, we still see each other during the off season, and they've just become family friends. Is there room right now? For for uh, we're a weekend of the season. Is there room right now to get started? I know I know that you know you guys train and and have meetings and all that stuff. But is there room right now to get some to get uh, some? Inex- I started to say young guys, but inexperienced guys into into the flow of this thing. There is there is nothing but room. We will still take people. All you have to do is go to the Tasso website, register to become a new official. They're going to put you through a background check, which would probably take a day or so. And once you do that, we cannot do anything with you until you have registered with TASO. Once you do that, TASO will notify us that you've selected Waco as your primary chapter. We'll take you, and we still have ways to get you trained. Funnest game you've ever done, Rodney. What's that? The funnest game you remember doing. Oh, Oh God! I think uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say the school, but I've had a couple of instances. We had a guy that was a parent, and he was running the chains at a high school, and the headlines says, "Hey, you got to go." He drops and says, "I didn't want to do this anyway," and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun game is where I was at a six-man school years ago and we had to stop the game because we had to chase a dog off the field. <laughs> so I mean it's so it's so many great memories of officiating. And like I said, I love it. I get to be in the game. I'm gonna get get paid. Now you can't make a mortgage payment with the money, but I mean you can you can do something with it to you know, I have a daughter and she, she knows every game I work. And she knows uh, how many games I work, and she she keeps mental notes of it. <laughs> how about that? And again, as, as you pointed out, uh, your your father uh, he officiated baseball and football, and and he just kind of passed that down to you, didn't he? He passed it down. I, he, he and still today, he's my toughest critic. <laughs> and 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 he passed it down. And and when I was a youngster. I would look forward to going out to the games with him. That's... And uh, uh, matter of fact, we laughed about, you know, <laughs> Tom Barfield officiating the game with him. And we laughed about a situation that was funny. I'm not going to say on the air if you don't want me to. No, 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 no. Okay. I've, I've called a million games with your dad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it was so when I got out of college, when I got through playing college football, it's, I mean, it's one of the things that I did. I said, hey, I'm going to come out and call football. And the deal that was so different back in those days, we committed to it. But nowadays, the younger kids, they don't commit to anything. You know, they get out of – they'll get called and cancel a game two days before, game day, uh, three days before, and we wouldn't do that. No. So 
So and uh, and not you know, keep your schedule. <laughs> exactly. But now we're hurting so badly for officials that we kind of have to be delicate in how we handle our young officials. I, I did want to ask, how do you guys determine whether a game gets, you know, like I did a game uh, Friday night and there were seven officials, a field uh-huh. judge, side judge. Uh, do you guys work that way? I mean, with the shortage of officials, are you able to work seven-man crews? Um, technically, we try – technically, we – we try to have seven-man crews for the six A's and five A's. Uh, and and also, if, if a four-A or another school comes along deep in the playoff, the four-A's will start asking for seven-mans. And, and technically what we do is we'll take some of the younger officials and make them side judges and field judges. We put them through what we call a seven-man training where you train the field judge and the side judge and um, so, if we go have to, if we have to take care of a six six A game or a five A game, we have those deep wings that are trained. They've been through a course. They've been trained by older officials, and uh, we we go we go we de- we deal with it that way. All right. So uh, again, I, we're up against the clock. But they, if, if somebody's interested, it's Tasso dot org. Is that what's the email address? Tasso Tasso dot org. It'll let you go in. You put that. You say you you uh, click on. You want to register as a new official. Pick Waco Football Chapter as your home chapter, and it'll walk you the rest of the way. Rodney, thanks. Hope uh, hope it all works out, and keep those striped shirts on. And hey, look, you don't have to wear the the little white pants anymore. I mean, you you get to oh, wear a regular. God. <laughs> <laughs> thank God they got rid of the white pants because if it rained and they got dirty, you may as well throw them away. <laughs> Uh, hey Rodney, thanks. We appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. You bet. See you later. Uh, and again, Ward, there's there. It's 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 a problem. I mean, I I know one chapter in the area that is short officials this week on four maybe five games. They just don't have the personnel. It's a shame. It is it's just. I I I get it. I understand. Uh, where where he's coming from that, you know, guys just don't want to take the abuse. But, you know, some guys back in the day, they used to thrive on that abuse. Oh, they, they bait the guy. <laughs> they, dangle, they dangle that bait right out there. Yeah. Come get me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was I, – I don't know. It's, there's a lot of things that are that are different now. And, you know, we've got to find a way to get the younger generation involved in, in – you know, being a part of of our youth. It's not just it's not just the opportunity to be around the game of football. It's not the opportunity to, you know, still be able to, you know, do something that gets you involved, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, soccer, whatever mm-hmm. the the event may be. But you gotta remember it's also for those kiddos. You're Goodness. doing those kiddos a service. Absolutely. So that's, you know, you're, you're, you have an opportunity to be a servant and 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 help those kiddos out. It, it is. It, look, if if it's about money, and you need a part time job. Uh, go, you you can go door, to a convenience store. Well, you DoorDash. You can do any of that yeah. stuff. You know, this it's, is about this is about you, helping those kids. Yeah, the, and look, and it's also, and I'm telling you from experience, I did baseball for a long time. Uh, it is about creating lifelong friendships and. 
in looking after your your in in Rodney's right. I mean, just because it's maybe you're a football official and it's summertime, you're still hanging out with your with with these guys. I mean, it it really is. And I know we're doing a sales job, but I, unless you understand it, unless you experience, you you just don't get it. And but it is a cool deal uh, to be a part of something and to look back and take a little pride. Hey, our crew or our chapter worked the. 4A state championship game. I mean, you even though you may not have been in the game, you take a lot of pride in that because they selected your your organization, the Waco chapter, or whatever the case may be. So anyway, uh, if you're interested, go to uh, go to Tasso.org. It's uh, 7:47. We're 13 away from 8 o'clock. Going to get some thoughts on the Cowboy roster. This is interesting how the Cowboys approach this one, and we'll talk about it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Returns August 31st with head football coach Dave Aranda. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show from 7 to 8 p.m. With the voice of the Bears, John Morris. That's August 31st from 7 to 8 p.m. Live from Rudy's. And here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing. Lender. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal House housing lender. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Framber Valdez is now 14-4 and as he pitched eight innings in the Astros' 4-2 win over the Rangers. That two-game series in Arlington ends this afternoon with a 105 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. The Cowboys have just one quarterback on the roster after the NFL's final cut to 53 players. Most likely, Cooper Rush will return to the team if Dallas can't find a deal for another backup quarterback. The Houston Texans cut running back Marlon Mack, which paved the way for rookie Damian Pierce to become the feature back. Pierce was a fourth-round draft pick out of the University of Florida. Cameron Smith is among six golfers who are leaving the PGA Tour for the LIV. Smith is currently ranked second in the official World Golf Ranking. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central. Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty-two. We're eight away from eight o'clock. I gotta ask Ward. Uh, any surprises as far as who actually made the roster or made the initial 53-man? Because, again, this is a work in progress. They are nowhere near done. Yeah, I, that for that reason and that reason only, no. I mean, I I was a little bit taken back by some of the strange moves that Jerry and Stephen Jones came up with. I think it's innovative. Uh, it's, But it's... <laughs> You're also rolling the dice a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've never... I've never seen you just say, okay, we're going to cut our backup quarterback and, oh, by the way, we're releasing everybody else. Um, so Yeah, all three that were fighting for the backup well, job they got, are done. They got cut, but they weren't completely released. There's a difference. They're still protected to where you can bring them back to the practice squad. And But don't they have to go through uh, waiver, clear n- waiver wires? N- not not on, the, on, the, on the cuts. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I, now, the the outright releases they're free game for anybody. Yeah. And then I think there's a time period on the cuts to where so you can come back and put them on pra- practice squads to protect them. And I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Um. To to it to, I mean, they're not nobody can come in and just grab up Cooper Rush right now. I mean, he's still a little. You know, he's under that protection of the of the cowboys so it's it's not a huge roll of dice now if they if they go within a time period then they become available it's it's really strange how they're able to massage and maneuver this thing around well right now they got one quarterback and no kickers no none none that's what i'm saying i was just like what are you doing and Tyron Smith is still on the roster. Well, on the fifty-three man, it was said by Jerry Jones yesterday, or I saw more than one report, two or three reports that, um, you know, 
they're going to have that rookie at starting tackle mm-hmm. game number one. Smith. Woof. One Smith is out. The other Smith is starting at left tackle. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Yeah. So, uh, and, and Michael Gallup is on the 53. He did not go on the pup list, well, which is. He, he passed his physical yesterday. Yes, but he's not ready. No, he, they said he will not suit up game one, but he will be on the 53-man roster. Right. And he passed his physical, so he's not on the unable to perform list. Right. So he will, I mean, he's. So that means. They think he's close. Well, yeah, that means he's going to be on the field within four to five games, because if not, you would have put him on the pup list. Probably. So yeah. that that's that's one unless piece of good being, news. Unless you're just being stubborn. <laughs> and I want to be right. And <laughs> we've seen this before. <sighs> so that's one piece of good news is that he's must be moving. Yeah, we assume he's moving forward and, and he's going to be available well, and I, within I, the I, month. I guess it's good news. Who knows how good he's going to be coming back off of that? Well, I mean, true. It, it could he could be great and he could be not great. But it is interesting. Uh, there's a couple of guys you know are not going to play this year that are on the 53-man. But then there's a lot of guys that are on the 53-man that they've got to leave so you can get a backup quarterback and you can get a kicker. <laughs> on. They're, they're just trying to f- figure out how they They can... bought some time. Yeah. They did. That's that's exactly right. So this is they will massage this thing uh, uh, certainly within the next week or so because, again, they don't play in what, until the 11th? Is that what it is? And, and yes. that just goes to show that this football team is not near ready to make a run at this thing because if it would, if it was, there wouldn't be so much massaging of the roster and moving around. They wouldn't know exactly what their 53 was and what they're doing. Now they're just trying to figure out who's the best backup in those positions and, oh, who do we want to keep – to bring along in this organization as a practice squad because we won't we think there's a future in that football player. None of that's being discussed for this football team, which tells me that this football team is not a playoff football team. Now, it, 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 to be fair, in the case of Tyron Smith and James Washington, they've got to be on the 53-man at least one day in order to be eligible to come back later in the year. Now, I, I personally don't think Tyron Smith plays – a down this year. I don't think he plays ever again. Really? I I just I think that that's going to be a huge question mark. Well, it is a if he tore his hamstring off the bone. Ugh, don't even talk about it. I that's catastrophic. <laughs> don't throw anything at me. But if this team is in the playoff hunt in December, Ugh, I'll eat my hat. What it, it? That's I think that's what they're looking at. If he's if he is able to play, it's going to be December, and I'm with you again. I don't think he plays this delusional. Year. Put the it, Johnny Walker blue down. <laughs> if the Cowboys are in the playoff hunt, that's 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 the philosophy in which they're using this. Obviously, so we'll see. All right, uh, again, they don't win the East. See, I think they do. Do you think they win the East? Oh, I don't know. Philadelphia has put so much, like added so much throughout the off season, and I mean, I got a friend. Let me just tell you this, okay. Ryan. I got a friend that says you're the champion until you're not the champion. Well, I've, I've said that before too. But That's you, who I'm talking about. <laughs> but okay, but still, you look at this roster, and it hasn't been improved. In fact, it's decreased, and yeah. so it's not the same team. It's not. The NFC champions from last year. 
It's just not. So you, this is a bad football team. So you, you don't think they replaced Amari Cooper? No. <laughs> All right, seven fifty-eight. A couple of minutes away from eight. Let's move. Let's get to the Baylor Sports Beat program this morning. As we say hello to the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our first Baylor Coaches Show of the Year comes up tonight live from Rudy's. Plus, Baylor Volleyball has the Big 12's Newcomer of the Week. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. During the Labor Day sales event, you can take your pick, a new 2022 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, and receive 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. If you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off your purchase. High-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco. Kids can now join the Baylor Cub Club, the official kids club of Baylor Athletics, presented by Green Eye Associates. Fans 12 and under can register for the low cost of $25 and gain exclusive benefits and access to Baylor Athletic events. Members receive free admission to select events, exclusive giveaway access, and their own membership package. To register your cub, please visit BaylorBears.com slash Cub Club. Registration closes December 7th, so sign up today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Our first Baylor Coaches Show of the new semester is tonight, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Come join us between 7 and 8 p.m. tonight and here for the entire hour, head coach Dave Aranda, coach of the defending Big 12 and Sugar Bowl champion Bears. That's 7 to 8 p.m. tonight, live from Rudy's, also right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Volleyball up to number nine in the nation this week off their stirring 3-2 victory over reigning national champion and then third-ranked Wisconsin on Saturday in Fort Worth. The Bears remain on the road at a tournament at Pepperdine beginning on Thursday, and they've got the Big 12's Newcomer of the Week in freshman Avery Carlson. Here's head coach Ryan McGuire. Yeah, she's just so steady. You know, the setter's job is, is to get the keep every ball hittable, hittable and let the hitters do their work. And her decision-making is, is good. You know, we talk about speed of learning just being a incredible competitive advantage. Uh, she learns so swiftly. You know, it's, it's one of those athletes you, you can say it once, but she's already implementing it and diving in deeper, deeper to the next level. Uh, doesn't get razzled. She's made great improvement on her defense. Uh, tough server for us. She's not maybe as offensive as uh, we saw Hannah in the years past, but her timing has is, is been perfect, so she's still hitting at a high 
high percentage and getting us, you know, just finds a way to help us get kills when we need them, you know, in these fifth sets when it's 10-10, 11-11. Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball in Malibu, California. They'll play at a tournament hosted by Pepperdine beginning tomorrow. They'll play the host Waves tomorrow, San Diego State on Friday, and Cal Santa Barbara on Saturday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are in the Alan Samuels Studios, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we say good morning to uh, to Josh Neighbors from Locked on Big 12, the podcast. Good morning, Josh. It is game week, buddy. It is game week. I- I'm very excited that we, uh, you know, we-, we got the reminder this morning that there's, there's still other stuff going on, obviously. But it is game week. We're, we're less than 48 hours away from the backyard brawl. We're a day away from game day, so fired up. Fox and ESPN have agreed to engage in discussions with the with the Big 12. How big is that right now just before kickoff getting started? That's, that's huge. I mean, this is, you know, if you're asking yourself, okay, what can Brett Yormark do to, you know, to, to make a move, to make something happen, and this is a tangible move that he can make. The one thing that, you know, even George Klyavkov acknowledged is that the Pac-12 being next to market was really important for them. And it was a good place for them to be. Well, this negates that advantage. This takes away the upper hand the Pac-12 had. Now, the Pac-12 has been at market in their exclusive negotiating window for two months, but it sounds like, you know, I'm not sure what's come of it. And now the Big 12 says, okay, we'll go to market, too, with ESPN and Fox. And I'm, I'm not sure they're going to do that unless they have a pretty good feeling about some of the numbers that they can show their current members and potential future members. Because now both the Pac-12 and the Big 12 could put dollar figures in front of their member institutions, and those institutions could make a choice over which one they wanted. So – this is a big-time move that does partially negate what the Pac-12 did and gives the Big 12 a potential leg up. So if you want tangible action from Brett Yormark here just a month into his tenure, he's giving it to you right here. Is there a timeline on this process? Well, you know, obviously it was supposed to start in the spring of 2024, and, and the thing is here – once they start these negotiations, they can duck out really whenever whenever they want to, whenever, you know, whenever they had a feeling. But I think it's probably best for all parties involved if they get to this because, um, you know, ESPN might be able to knock a few pegs off one offer, you know, if one, if one conference takes a few from somebody else. It, it's just there's a whole lot of games that are going to be played here, not actual you know, athletic contests. I just mean negotiating games that could be played in this situation. So it'll take a little bit of time, in my opinion. It's not going to be a completely fast process, but obviously you think that these, these deals will get hammered out here. I would say give this thing probably four or five months, and, I mean, and you know, at the most, at the most, and, and we'd have some answers. But we know we're going to get some patch-all answers here pretty soon about some of the dollars and figures that they're seeing. 
But now there's no rush for some of those schools to make a choice if the Big 12 can give them some numbers as well. They're going to have some more time to make those choices. Best case scenario for this happening is, is it just that the potential of adding teams or the potential of the four teams that are coming in gives them enough firepower to say, hey, we we want the best deal possible and we deserve the best deal possible? I think it's the, it's, it's the definitely the threat of adding teams. I mean, the Pac-12's advantage was being first. Um, that was the one thing they had. They did not have numbers. You know, there were no numbers that Big 12 could show them from television networks you know, to compare, and now the Big 12 can show that. Now the Big 12, you know, while the property won't be available until after the Pac-12, um, you know, for ESPN and Fox, both properties are now available, and you can figure out a price down the line. So if Fox wants to get involved with somebody that's not the Big Ten, now they've got options. Uh, if ESPN wants to expand their portfolio, they now have options, which could create a little bit of a, you know, potentially create a bidding war for you on that front. So I think it's definitely about adding teams because then, you know, once once we see these numbers, you can go to the Pac-12 schools and say, hey, look what we got here. And I really doubt Brett Yormark would do this if he thought the numbers might be, you know, might be lower than what we're seeing for the Pac-12. This is a strategic move. You don't just do this just to do this. You do this with some confidence that's going to strengthen your position when it comes to negotiations with both both ESPN Fox and then potential uh, future teams. Is there the chance that you leave dollars on the table? In other words, if they come to some kind of agreement here a year and a half early, as you mentioned, and then they go add a couple of uh, of the couple other names to the uh, to the portfolio are they risking leaving dollars on the table uh i don't think they are because what i mean you obviously there's always that risk i think what you can do is uh, you know you can always wait if you don't see something that you like what you can do is wait out the, neg- the exclusive negotiating window and then once it comes time that everybody can get involved you can say all right who wants a piece and then you know, i'm sure there will be suitors i mean i've mentioned this before Amazon struck out in a bunch of different ways. They struck out in the Big Ten. They got their one football game, but they, they struck out on Champions League as well. So we know that they want properties both in and outside of the college realm that are live sports. They don't have very many right now. And so the Big 12 could be a fit for them. CBS, Fox, uh, Hulu has been mentioned before. People don't like when I mentioned Hulu, but Hulu is out there. Uh, Apple TV Plus. So if this doesn't work out or you sign a deal, you know, I, I think the one thing is Brett Yormark is going to make sure they kind of get all their options. Like, well, it's an exclusive negotiating window. I think we'd be silly to think that they're not talking to other people outside, uh, outside of ESPN and Fox. So, you know I mean? I, I think uh, it's, it's a, you know, it, it, we know what's happening here with all this stuff. So I would say that there's a low chance in my opinion that they're going to, there, you don't make a move like this, then end up leaving money on the table long term. I, I think this is all part of a, a strategy that Brett Yormark is playing out. Tomorrow night, it all gets kicked off. West Virginia and Pittsburgh, one of the games in the Big 12 tomorrow night. What are you expecting in this one? Yeah, I mean, there's so many questions, you know, for, for West Virginia. I feel like one thing we're not talking about enough is, you know, can Tony Mathis in that running game, can they get going and, and be a compliment to JT Daniels? And also, like, we're not we're not talking about how they lost Letty Brown enough. Letty Brown was a really good player for them 
And that's not just somebody, you know, just a guy you can replace. So I think that's going to be a challenge. And then they've lost some of their, you know, a lot of their leading tacklers off that West Virginia defense. People seem to think that they're going to be pretty salty on that side of the football. I've got a lot of questions. So it's an exciting game. I'm really glad to have that rivalry back. It's a huge deal that we have that rivalry back. But I'm leaning towards Pitt. I think Pitt's still got some firepower left on that offense, and their defense looks really strong this year. Might be able to mitigate some of the things that West Virginia and Graham Harrell want to do on the offensive end. So uh, I'm fired up to have that game back, but I I am leaning towards the Pitt Panthers. What's your biggest question when it comes to uh, this 22 edition of Baylor? Biggest question is, yeah, I mean, how how fast does Blake Shapen become the guy everybody seems to think he's going to be, right? I, I think there's a lot of people. A lot of people took that first half of the of the uh, Big 12 championship game last year, and rightfully so, we're like, wow, this is impressive. It was impressive. Um, I think not. I think people are not paying attention to that second half enough, where he was stagnant, the offense was stagnant. They really, I mean, you know, the defense won that game for them. Um, this like you don't just step onto the scene at a place like Baylor, and it's not described to Baylor, but like it's really difficult to step on the scene in a place like that. It's not like Ohio State or Alabama where the weapons are just a plenty everywhere, and and life is just all of a sudden really easy. I mean, sure from day one and things might be fine, but that's a difficult schedule. So I think for Baylor, it's like how 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 long does it take Blake Shapen to get where we think he's going? I think he's going there. I'm just not sure it's this immediate, wow, Blake Shapin, second half of the Big 12 championship game, Blake Shapin, we're off and running the races. This guy's, you know, a potential uh, player of the year candidate at all on offense in the conference. I just think we're not considering that possibility enough. Can Kansas win more than one game this year? Yes. They can win, they can win two of the first uh, the two, two of the non-conference games. They got Tennessee Tech. They have Houston, which is going to be tough. They also have Duke, uh, which they could win. They have an early trip to West Virginia. You know, I I I have an over ticket on on Kansas. Look, you get Tennessee Tech, you get Duke, and you give me one Big Twelve conference game. They can do it. They can get to three. Does that mean it gets them out of the cellar? Probably not. But progress is progress. Two to three wins is tangible, and this is a really true year one uh, for Lance Leipold and company at KU. The Red Raiders obviously in a rebuild, and and uh, with a new head football coach, new staff. What does what is the over under in your opinion on wins for the Red Raiders? Uh, Ward and I disagree on, on on this a little bit. All right, so so uh, this this is a difficult one because I think out of the out of the teams that are in the bottom part of the league, so West Virginia, Kansas, TCU, Iowa State, Texas Tech, the teams that are picked in the bottom, I think to me Texas Tech has the highest upside. I think the problem for them, and this is going to be really important all throughout the year, their schedule is a murderer's row. I mean, two of their first three games are, are you know, against uh, NC State and Houston. And those are really difficult contests. If they split those, I'd be really happy. But their their road schedule is difficult, too. So I think this could be a really strong team that goes like six and six or five and seven like it, you know not not to not to kind of use the nebraska example like everybody last year was like best three and nine team in the country i mean texas tech has a chance to be like the best six and six team in the country because of how difficult their schedule is i would go on the low side of wins i would go five 
um, just because of how difficult the schedule is. But it doesn't mean the team is going to be bad. I mean, I think, you know, you could see a team that wins five games that pulls off like five really strong wins this season. I mean, you could, you could see them rack up some quality wins but not go to a bowl game. Is this a rebuild year for Oklahoma State or a reload? I think it's a little bit of a rebuild. I, I think that people are really high on them because of what they did last season. But, you know, are we trusting that a Spencer Sanders-led offense is going to be, uh, you know, good enough to kind of run run the show for them? I think it could be a defensive-based football team. I'm just not 100% sure they have the identity yet, right? Like, what is this team's identity? Okay, you lose your 1,000-yard rusher, Jalen Warren. Okay, you lose Tylen Wallace, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, and you also lose Tay Martin last year. Like, who is their number one go-get-you-out-wide wide receiver, you know, a James Washington type guy. Who is that guy for them this season? Can Spencer Sanders be more, uh, you know, a more complete quarterback? How will Derek Mason transition? Uh, it sounds like he's just using a lot of the same terminology and stuff, which is smart. But outside that defensive line, what else is going to be going on for Oklahoma State this year? They lost some of the secondary, and they lost a little bit of you know, linebacker as well, too. Although they should be pretty solid there. What is the overall identity of this team in 2022? So, I mean, if eight and four is a rebuild, I guess we'll call it a rebuild. That just shows you what a good program Mike Gundy has. You mentioned Houston, a future uh, member of the Big 12. Just how good is this football team going to be? They've got a chance to be really good this year. They have a chance uh, to be, you know, I, I think the best team in the AAC. And I'm excited to watch them navigate this spot where, look, guys, like I, what happened last year at Cincinnati was amazing. I would not be shocked if it happened again and it happened with the guys uh, that, that we see right now uh, at, at Houston. I mean, it's a really good team. It's a deep team. They return a lot of guys back. I was talking Kevin Ashton-Felder, their play-by-play guy, and he likes a whole lot of what they have on the defensive line. He likes what they have at wide receiver. They did lose their running back to start off the season, but they do have a lot of depth in that category. So, this is a team that is deep. They've got a lot of experience returning. And I think that they're ready to kind of uh, flip what happened last year in, in that AAC championship game. They're ready to turn that one around uh, and kind of turn the tables maybe on Cincinnati if push comes to shove and maybe those two teams meet again. Hey, Josh, what do you got coming up on the uh, podcast? I'm actually about to go record now talk about this new news that we have with the television stuff, which is always very interesting and also – uh, some thoughts of the off season leading into this season and some game previews, man. It's game week. We're fired up. It sounds good. Hey, Josh, thanks. Appreciate your time. Yeah, y'all have a good one. See you later. It's Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. It's uh, 8 17 after 8. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Brad Fiat, your friend in the car biz. And we're right back with more in a moment. The Riesel Coaches Show with Tyler Crow is brought to you by Colin Dietrich and Kelly Realtors. Coach, coming off a 28 to nothing loss to Blooming Grove to start the season, and for your team offensively, you love to run the ball, and you had some trouble doing that. Uh, yeah, Blooming Grove linebackers, we knew were going to be real good going into the game, and they did a real good job of um, taking on blocks and tackling us. Uh, we weren't able to break very many tackles. Um, and defensively, um, you know, they were real solid, and, and it helped. They they ran the ball um, offensively, and that uh, kind of kept our offense off the field too. And defensively for you, they were able to hit a couple of big plays on you. Yeah, they hit two touchdown passes over the top, uh, down the sideline. Um, real good plays by their receivers. 
um, and quarterback that stood in there, delivered it under pressure. And so you just got to tip your hat when they make plays like that. Now coming up Friday night, you're at home to take on Rice. They're 1-0 on the year. And in their first game of the season, recovered three onside kicks. You don't see that much. No, they um, obviously weren't very aggressive. Um, so uh, we've got plenty of things to work on this week uh, for them and even for ourselves just to get better from last week. Uh, obviously, they're 1-0 and we're 0-1, and so it would be good for us to get a win this week for sure. What about offensively for them? I know it starts with their quarterback. Yeah, he's uh, he's a returner for them, and uh, he's, uh, he's a real good runner. And uh, when, when people are open, he hits them. Um, and so it'll be important for us to kind of contain him because kind of as he goes, they go. What about defensively? Uh, defensively, they got a good middle linebacker and a good free safety. Uh, had a couple picks. They had a pick six last week as well. Um, and so um, they're, they're a pretty good little football team. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and all roads lead to Chevy of West during the Chevy Open Road Sales Event. Save big on everything when you find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco again, and if you're looking for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Chevy of West is the easy choice with big savings and low monthly payments when you find new roads to Chevy of West or online at ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Do you need some quick cash to help pay for today's inflated cost of food, gasoline, and other necessities? Bring your unwanted jewelry, tools, rifles, and guns to Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Their professional staff will appraise the item, make you a fair offer, and you'll be walking out with cold hard cash the same day. A valid Texas driver's license is required. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robinson Drive, Waco. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 till 6. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. 
Are you ready for some football? It's football season, so stop in at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Come watch football at the bar and enjoy specialty margaritas or stop in before the game and enjoy any of their great menu items like their famous tomatillo enchilada, Mexican toquitos, or pollo del mar. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. and open till 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco, located off West Loop 340. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling and Foundation, Myatt Fuels, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. A23, this is Game Time, your first word in sports on a Wednesday morning with Tom Ward and Ed Ryan and Stephanie from Sales. So we're going to step away from sports and <laughs> Who knows what the heck we're coming up with right now. What do you got this morning, Steph? I have a little story to tell you. Oh, once upon a time. No. <laughs> there were three little bears. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this is a true story. There was That's a time. Who? Fox News. Oh, well, then it's true. Okay. <laughs> In the internet. You got it on the internet. Internet and Fox News. So there's a, triathl- a triathlete named War. I can pronounce this, Juan Carlos Laverde from Tampa Bay. And he was swimming in a lake, lake, don't laugh at me, Tonatol Sasa, I think, it's, <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Anyways, he's a 34-year-old triathlete, and he was swimming, practicing. When he realized that there was something wrong, he was being attacked by a 12-foot alligator. What? He, he hang on a second. He, he realized, he realized there was something wrong. It came to his. <laughs> he said, mark his words. He said he didn't realize there was an alligator in the water until he was in the alligator's mouth. <laughs> but here's the great thing: he survived the attack. He was able to escape from the alligator and swim to shore where there was people helping him. He said, "Mr. Alligator, if it's not too much <laughs> trouble, my Peter me? Pan." <laughs> Dr. Hook? Well, he says the attack only lasted a few seconds, but he made it out yeah, alive. That's all it takes. <laughs> I'm not real sure. But he was able to break away from the alligator's jaws, and he lived. And he's now... Well, Ryan found it, didn't he? Are you looking at it? it is he swimming with alligators still? I swim in triathlons, not. but I think he'll like maybe try swimming somewhere else instead of a lake with alligators. I didn't even think alligators well, were then you in better lakes. leave Florida. Yeah. I yeah. thought they yeah. only lived in, like, swamps, alligators. There's alligators in Lake Worth and Fort Worth. Wait, what? Yes. Alligators in Lake Worth, Eagle Mountain Lake, big ones. Like you see on Discovery Channel? Like yeah. a, a real alligator, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen an alligator in a lake. Oh, I have. I've seen several. See, that's why I don't go to the lake. It's disgusting and nasty. Sturdy fish. Now there's alligators, I find out. But anyways, I just thought that was a great story. And, I mean, 12-foot alligator. He okay. survived Explain it. Explain what's great about a guy getting attacked by an alligator. Not that he... Not, not being attacked, but that he, got he survived away. it, he got away, and he's still training for his next triathlon. Like, he's not giving up his dream of being a champion. I, I like the fact he's doing the backstroke and he realizes, it, oh, I, I oh. think this is an alligator that's <laughs> chomping me in half. <laughs> I came to that. Con- 
What brought him he to that conclusion? When he realized that his head was in his mouth. Wait, wait a minute. Something's ripping the side he of my realized head. realized I'm being bit by an alligator. He realized, hey, there's something wrong here. Yeah, but if you look at realization up, in that, I think he just kind of. <laughs> I don't know, but he was able to get away. And those, those alligators are strong, so yeah. he must have some strength in his arms. <laughs> oh, boy. Those alligators are strong. <laughs> Didn't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, for real. Anyways, I thought it was a sweet story. It is a, he it's, survived. It's a sweet story. It is. He survived, and uh, he kept the faith, and he's still going to compete. It's pretty amazing. I think it is. Yeah. I mean, could you get out of an alligator's mouth? I hope I have never have to find yeah, out. It, yeah, <laughs> don't know, but. Don't go swimming in those lakes, I guess. I don't know. Don't go to Florida. Don't swim in Florida. Got it. Don't swim yeah. in Florida. That's a note. <sighs> There's alligators on golf courses. In Florida? In Louisiana? Yeah, they have swamps uh, South there. Texas? I mean, South Texas? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I've seen alligators on the golf course. What? What? Really? They not just... in Waco. Well, I know yeah, not in, in Waco. Mm-hmm. No, really. There, I saw two on Valley Mills Drive. Yes, just yesterday. In fact, I saw so a huge alligator in Buena Vista when we played golf at believe... Disney World. Big alligator. Uh, play around them. Like, why would they want to be on a golf course? Well, they're sunbathing. That's where they live. I thought they live in water. There's water on golf courses. Just. <laughs> Yeah. No, they don't live continuous. Alligators don't stay in water all the time. Come up on the bank and they get out, <laughs> put people in their mouths. I mean, you know. Yeah. So there you go. All, all right, right, Steph, have fun. Go sell something. Okay. There bye. you go. There you go. Steph from Sales. It's uh, 828. He realized he was being yeah. attacked. <laughs> I realized I was being eaten by an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> While Fred realized he was being eaten by an alligator, George stayed on the bank. <laughs> I mean, well, how much realization do you have to go through to know that something's biting your leg off? When you're bleeding. Well, yeah, you think? Yeah, you think? I think you <laughs> feel it, too. Holy smokes. I think I'm bleeding. Hey, it's wonder a- what did that. <laughs> it's after 8 o'clock, so I can mention the Rangers got beat yesterday by the Astros. Oh, really? Four to two. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Imagine that. Four to two. Bad news for the Astros. Put Boy, Verlander on the DL. That's that's a shame. That is not he, good. He's been dealing this year. Yep. Hopefully you know, it's something minor that he can he can work his way through just by rest. Yeah, he's on the 15 day, so hopefully that's exactly what it is because man, he you're right. He's he's boy, they've been good and he's been outstanding. So, mm-hmm. hopefully that works out for them. Uh 829 coming up next, we're going to That's talk, all we're going to say about the Rangers? That's it. Okay. That's all. That's it. Except for they play at 1 o'clock today. We'll have it on 101.3. <laughs> that's all. Move on. It's football. (laughs) See ya. We're right back with more in just a moment. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This was a hardcore drink that he had. Aaron, do you know what I'm talking about? Can you pronounce whatever Aaron Rodgers was drinking? And apparently the NFL has said, no, this is not on our banned substance. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. All right. Do you feel like the show would be better if I tried some ayahuasca? I think people already think I might be on something during these shows. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. During the Labor Day sales event, you can take your pick, a new 2022 Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, and receive 0% for 72 months and no payments for 90 days. If you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off your purchase. High-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at My Total Office. Office.com. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs, from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Summer isn't over yet, and it's a great time to get a new pool. Right now, you can get half off all above-ground steel pools from Totem Pools. They're making space for new inventory and cleaning out their current stock. Totem Pools is at 2000 West Loop 340, Suite 201 in Waco, right behind the old landscape supply building. Stop by Monday through Saturday between 10 and 2 p.m. or give Totem Pools a call at 254-214-8897. Sell in Saturday, September 10th. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Framber Valdez is now 14 and 4 as he pitched eight innings in the Astros' 4 to 2 win over the Rangers. That two-game series in Arlington ends this afternoon with a 105 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. The Cowboys have just one quarterback on the roster after the NFL's final cut to 53 players. Most likely, Cooper Rush will return to the team if Dallas can't find a deal for another backup quarterback. The Houston Texans cut running back Marlon Mack, which paves the way for rookie Damian Pierce to become the feature back. Pierce was a fourth-round draft pick out of the University of Florida. Former Baylor lineman Sam Tecklenburg was let go by the Carolina Panthers. Drew Estrada was cut loose by the Texans, and Abram Smith did not make the team with New Orleans. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 834, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. 834, as we welcome into the program from the uh, TCU podcast, Locked on Horn Frogs, we say hi to Stephen Simcox. Stephen, good morning. How are you? Doing great, guys. We've got real football to talk about. How are you doing? Uh, doing great. We were just curious if you were going to take snaps at quarterback for TCU. Well, even with the COVID rules, I'm not sure I have any eligibility left, fellas. Um, you know, I think my stint in – I didn't really – I didn't go the minor league baseball route, so they don't they don't let 30-year-olds take snaps under center, unfortunately. But, uh, no, it, it, I, I won't, but there will be uh, apparently three different guys playing, according to Sonny Dyke. So, I mean, and we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Are, are you buying or are you selling that, that, that they'll, they'll actually get three and four significant snaps? Well, so here's my read on the situation. You know, Chandler Morris and Max Duggan have been battling it out. I would not be surprised if those two guys get some opportunities at QB in the season opener. Uh, now, Sam Jackson is the third quarterback, and he's a really dynamic athlete. And they've been kind of moving him around at different positions during camp. So I think Sam Jackson's going to play, but I don't feel like he'll play at the quarterback position. I believe they'll use him at running back some. They might use him in the slot receiver spot. Maybe they have a special package with him where he comes in. Um, and, and can do some different things. But I, I believe Chandler Morris is going to be your starter. I could see some situations where they use Max Duggan and his legs and his power and his ability to kind of get downhill to their advantage. And I think Sam Jackson will play some as well, but not at the quarterback position. Um, and then I also, I mean, it, with all due respect to Colorado, this is a team that's fin- picked to finish last in the Pac-12. Uh, they're not returning a lot of production. Their coaching staff is in their third year. They're kind of in a lame duck situation. A lot of people think Carl Durrell will be fired if they don't have a good season. So, I, I mean, I, I feel like without saying it explicitly, TCU is hoping that they win this game and win it fairly convincingly and that they have a chance to get some of these guys some reps, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a game where they're in control and can maybe test out some different things throughout the course of the fourth quarter. You mentioned uh, get some guys some reps, and I, I think ultimately that's everybody's goal is to to try to get some guys into games, particularly when you can do it, you know, three or four games, and it still be a redshirt eligible player. Yeah, I mean that's the hope for everyone, you know, in the season opener. Sonny Dyke said he's going to try to get sixty guys in there, and so I think they, you know, they've been obviously like they had the spring, they had fall camp they've seen all these players in practice but I mean you know Tom Ward knows uh guys react differently when the lights are on in game situations so um hopefully this is a chance for them this week and then against Carlton the following week at home to sort of see okay what do we have who can we count on who is playing well you know when the when the bodies are flying around and the speed of the game hits and then they get a bye week before SMU and then they play their conference schedule they got 10 straight weeks after that bye week early in the season where they're playing games. So um, this is really their only opportunity these first couple weeks of the season to maybe test some things out and see, okay, who can we trust? Uh, then go into that bye week and hopefully have a pretty good idea of what your rotation looks like uh, before the real stretch of the season starts. 
when obviously question marks uh, for everybody when you go into uh, the first game of the season. But what are you going to pay attention to? What are you looking for in week, you know, maybe even week two, week one, week two? Yeah, I'm really focused on this defense. I mean, I think the offense will have their growing pains as well, learning a new system. But I, I just, I'm pretty confident about the weapons they have and the coaching staff with Garrett Riley as the OC and Sonny Dykes as a head coach, kind of overseeing things. I believe they'll be able to find ways to get uh, the playmakers the ball and have them get down the field and, and make things happen. But uh, this defense, you're changing over a whole new system. You got some new faces. And this defensive line, they have a true freshman nose guard who's going to be starting. Um, they have some young guys at defensive end and Dylan Horton, um, who played some last year. But there's still some question marks around him. Terrell Cooper, sort of same situation. So can those three guys up front, can they get to the quarterback, can they hold their own in the run game? That'll be my biggest sort of what I'm, I'm looking at the first few weeks of the year. Because if the defense is just better and they can score points, then I think this team has a, an opportunity to really improve. You, you, you're close to this team. You, you follow it. You understand it. What is, what is a realistic goal for Frog fans this season? Yeah, I mean, I think goal number one just has to be making a bowl game. I know that's not the, the highest uh, benchmark in the world, but they, you know, they were five and seven last year. Um, they, actually, they made a bowl game in the COVID season. They went six and four, but it got canceled because of an outbreak um, within the TCU team. And then they were five and seven in the season before. So they haven't played in a bowl game since 2018 um, against Cal, and so I just feel like that would be a nice step forward. You know, once you get that done, I think seven or eight wins is realistic to get to eight. You're probably having to pull off an upset or two, uh, but that's where I, I, I believe they are. They weren't. I mean, they were five and seven. They weren't great, but they weren't just completely bottomed out at the end of last year. They have a lot of guys coming back. They have any staff that hopefully the team's buying into. So I, I don't really expect just a, a disaster of a season unless there is some injuries or unless, you know, obviously there's a possibility that it just doesn't work with, with Sunday Dykes and company in year one. But I feel like six to eight wins is a realistic, realistic expectation for this ball club. I'm going to switch gears on you here, uh, Stephen. I know you, you keep up with the Cowboys. 53-man came out yesterday. Were you surprised by some of the moves and, and some of the maneuvering by the uh, by, the Cowboys in in their front office. I was. I mean, I know like they they're going to work the quarterback situation out somehow. It's just strange to only have Dak there on the active roster at the moment. Uh, I assume either Cooper Rush or Will Greer will get back with the team and get activated before that game against the Bucks. You know, Brett Maher. I know he had some history there at kicker, and um, it seemed like maybe it was trending that direction. I guess not. Uh, they still have some holes to fill here, and. I'm sure they have a plan because they're so close to the season, but it is um, obviously you're like a week and a half away, and those are some pretty big questions that have to be answered. I'm not, man, I'm not feeling super optimistic about Cowboys right now. You know, Tyron Smith's injury is going to hurt them a lot, obviously. I feel like they lost, you know, some talent off last year's team, and I know, like, guys like Amari Cooper, they weren't super highly thought of by the fans by the end of his tenure, but, I mean, he was still at least a wide receiver that demanded attention from the defense and now they're pretty thin there um you know they they let lyle collins go and they didn't really replace him this offensive line is kind of a jumbled mess so uh they're, they're going to figure it out and those first i mean that schedule it, it kind of evens out as the season goes on and obviously they play everybody in the nfc east twice which aside from philly i mean those games against washington and new york should be helpful for them but 
Um, I, 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 they play Tampa Bay, and I think they get Cincinnati the next week. I mean, that's a that's a tall task <laughs> to even try to get to one and one after those two games, and you know, starting that one too, even the seventeen game season is is problematic. The number is ten. Over or under? Oh man, uh, that's a <laughs> uh, I'll say under. I think nine and eight is probably most likely. I, I feel like. I, I really like Dak Prescott. I trust Dak Prescott more than I trust Jalen Hurts, but I like that Philly roster now more than I like the Dallas roster. So I think the Eagles win the division. I, I feel like the Cowboys go nine and eight. That's probably enough to get you like the last wild card spot in the NFC. But I would expect they're going on the road, maybe to Green Bay, maybe to Philadelphia. It's probably going to be a tough matchup in round one if they sneak in there. But yeah, I'm thinking nine wins. I, I'll go on the under there. Jerry Jones said this roster is built to uh, to go deep in the playoffs, but you're not buying that. Well, hey, take that to the bank, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. You know, like, you know, Jerry, yeah, it, Jerry talks so much, and um, it's so interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I guess we were talking about the Rangers and their management, and like Ray Davies hardly speaks at all. Of course, he got out there in front of some things when he let uh, John Daniels and, and Chris Woodward go. Then you have the opposite in the spectrum, Jerry holds his press conference after every after every game. He talks all offseason. And, yeah, I'm sure he does think this roster is built really well, but uh, I'd have to disagree with him. All right, Stephen, what are you working on for the podcast, Locked on Horn Frogs? Yeah, we'll have uh, – we, we got a writer from uh, Colorado today coming on, Brett Howe, so he'll be on tomorrow's show. Um, and, yeah, we got plenty of coverage of the season opener, so excited to have some real football to talk about. Thanks, as always, Tom, for having me on the show. I hey, appreciate it, Stephen. Thanks so much. That is uh, Stephen Simcox, Locked on Horn Frogs, the podcast. And uh, we appreciate his time this morning. It's 843. We're 17 before 9. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we've, we've got more coming up here in uh, just a couple of minutes. Don't forget, coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, it'll be John Morris. And at uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon, Matt Mosley live from Dead Fish Grill. But uh, on the John Morris program, he will have uh, Roger Weiland, who is the uh, play-by-play voice of Albany football. The Great Danes in town for a 6 p.m. kick. And uh, we'll talk, uh, John will talk with Roger coming up in the three o'clock hour this afternoon, right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Game Time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. The Mark Coaches Show with Kevin Hoffman is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, in week one, you go to uh, Paris to take on Chisholm High School, and uh, your club came out with a a, a very solid fifty-four to nothing win. What were what were some of your big takeaways? Well, just uh, uh, you know, score fifty plus points on offense, and uh, we did some good stuff there. Uh, you know, still got things that that we're going to get better at. And uh, defensively, if you you know if you uh, pitch a shutout, uh, you know you're doing some good stuff on defense. And uh, um, you know, any any time you can uh, win a game in, in Texas high school football, that's always uh, good, but uh, you know we got we got things on both sides of the ball, the special teams that uh, uh, that that we're good uh, we're good with, and uh, uh, but you know watching film and looking back, we got things that uh, we definitely need to work on. This week, uh, you got a, a a fun game, but also at the same time a, a great challenge when you take on Marlin. Yeah, Marlin uh, presents a, a different challenge to us uh, than than Paris did. You know, Paris 
you know, that's, like I said, slot T, they bunch everything up and they get everything uh, and you just try to mash you. And then Marlins, uh, basically the total opposite, you know, they're going to spread you out. Uh, they're they're going to play to their strengths, which uh, I believe is, uh, you know, the speed, the, the team speed that they have. Uh, and, then, you know, that's the reason that we, we want to play these people. They're, you know, they're, they're a top-rated team in, in 2A Division One, and, uh, you know, went to the semifinals last year. And, you know, we, we want to test ourselves uh, and find out where we're at uh, and what we need to work on. So, you know, the, after looking at the Paris film, there's things we uh going to work on and we're going to work on them this week. And then uh, we'll learn a little bit more about ourselves, uh, you know, after the Marlin game. And it, it should be uh, a, lot, a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, they're excited over there just like we are to, you know, to play each other. We haven't, haven't you know, played each other in a while, uh, but it should be a lot of fun. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special. Two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burgers with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Framber Valdez is now 14-4 as he pitched eight innings in the Astros' 4-2 win over the Rangers. That two-game series in Arlington ends this afternoon with a 105 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. 
The Cowboys have just one quarterback on the roster after the NFL's final cut to 53 players. Most likely, Cooper Rush will return to the team if Dallas can't find a deal for another backup quarterback. The Houston Texans cut running back Marlon Mack, which paves the way for rookie Damian Pierce to become the feature back. Pierce was a fourth-round draft pick out of the University of Florida. Former Baylor lineman Sam Tecklenburg was let go by the Carolina Panthers. Drew Estrada was cut loose by the Texans, and Abram Smith did not make the team with New Orleans. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. Rolling through your Wednesday morning. A little rain falling here and there. And I like it. What did we say? We got rain opportunities throughout the week? Little ones. Next week and a half. Ah, how about that? All right. Uh, John Gruden in a lot of national conversation. I don't want to dive too deep in, into John Gruden's situation, but I am curious, Ward, if you think he gets another opportunity to coach in the National Football League. No. He's done. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he he addressed the uh, Little Rock, Arkansas Football Club or some downtown football organ, football club uh, in yesterday, and this is what he had to say. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm not going to um, uh, say anything but honest things here. I'm ashamed about uh, what has uh, come about in these emails, and I'll make no uh, excuses for it. It's just it's, it's shameful. But – uh, I am a good person. I believe that. I, I'm, I, I go to church. I've been married for 31 years. i got three great boys. I still love football. I've made some mistakes, but I don't think anybody else in here hasn't. Uh, and I just ask for forgiveness, and hopefully I get another shot. But I, I, get, I get choked up, you know, because uh, there's a lot of misunderstanding out there right now. What you read, what you hear, what you watch on TV. Hell, I worked at ESPN for nine years. I worked hard at that job. I don't even want to watch the channel anymore uh, because I don't believe everything is true. Uh, and I know a lot of it is, is just trying to get people to watch. But I think we got to get back to reality, and that's why I look forward to Saturdays because you're going to get what you deserve when the whistle blows, and we'll see if the Razorbacks can get after Cincinnati, which I hope they do. John Gruden. Uh, you know, there's a lot of conversation, and again, boy, this is, this is a tough subject, but there's a lot of conversation about his apology there, that he's he's apologizing that the information got out on the internet, not that he typed that information. I think, just, me personally, I think they're splitting hairs a little bit. Uh, that sounded like a pretty sincere apology to me, and only, only John Gruden knows the sincerity of his apology. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. John Gruden knows the sincerity of his apology. Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Yeah. It, it, but when you start analyzing and breaking down the apology uh, and saying that he... And know, again, that's just going for clickbait and mm-hmm. and trying to bait people to tune in to your podcast or whatever right. fake thing you have going on. I mean, it's... It's ridiculous. It, it, you know, every, everybody is an expert. Right. And reality is nobody's an expert. Correct. A hundred percent correct. And again, you may be, you got a 50% chance of being right. And you got a 50% chance of being wrong. And I'll say it again. The only human being on this planet that knows the sincerity of his apology is John Gruden. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
All right, uh, 853, seven away from nine. So you don't think that he gets that opportunity? Unfortunately, no. Do I think he deserves another opportunity? Yes. Does he get it? Probably not. And you're right. It is What was in the emails, despicable. Uh, but you're, you're also right when you say, if you know, the, the, the person who hasn't made a mistake, come on, come to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. We, I like to meet you, <laughs> you know, uh, so, and you know, and, and where is our, where's our, our forgiveness when it comes to people who make mistakes? It, Cause we all, we all make them Absolutely. And, and we all continue to make them. Uh, I'll make, I'll make one today. Yeah, I, I say it all the time. How big it is, I don't know. Yeah. We, It'll we, happen. We make mistakes before we leave the house mm-hmm. uh, to come to work at 5 o'clock in the morning. I mean, that's just the way it is. All right, uh, I, I just I just wanted to get uh, get your thoughts. Ryan, do you think that he gets another opportunity? Just based on how the fallout happened and everything, I'm with Ward. I think he should get another shot, but I, I, I truly don't think he does. We will only time will tell. I mean, he just basically told you that he wants another chance uh, to coach again. So we'll see. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Have a great day again. John Morris coming up at three. Matt at four. We'll see you tomorrow morning at seven a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas.